0: Hey there guys, it's us again at Toasted Talk with Sam, Casey,
1: and Brandon.
0: And tonight we are drinking Apothic Red. <laughs> we got Crushed, and do you remember what the other one was? It was some kind of red blend, I don't remember. It was freaking was. bomb, but it was good. And then Brandon's drinking Coors Light. And we might have margaritas, but we're not sure. Yeah. So, we we're, 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 <laughs> we're not there yet, but um, we have been drinking quite a bit. Let's tell you that. Um, so... Tonight, we're going to be talking about serial killers. And since we all tend to talk over each other when we're drunk, as everybody does, we each pick a different serial killer to cover, and then that way we're kind of talking on our own and then discussing. A little bit less talking over each other. So, I guess I'm going to go. I'm going to get right into it. Are you all ready? Do it. Okay. Okay. That makes me think of Starsky and Hutch. Cheers. Shut up right now. Yeah, (laughs) Cheers or kanpai. Kanpai. You weren't supposed to say it. (laughs) We're going to say it at the end too. It's
1: supposed to be a secret.
0: Shut up. Okay, I'm not going to tell you what that means until the end. How about that? Secrets at the end. Shut up. (laughs) Starsky (laughs) and Hutch or what the fuck, yo? Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So here we go. My uh, serial killer that I picked is Dennis Nielsen. His full name is... Dennis Andrew Nielsen. I think it, it could be Nielsen or Nielsen. That's the same fucking thing. Anyway, <laughs> I was, I think I kept thinking I was saying Nielsen, but it is Nielsen. It's not Nelson. No, it's with an I. N I L S E N. Nielsen. Right? right? Right. Okay. Right. And uh, he's originally from Scotland, but he immigrated to the UK. Um, he was born November 23rd, 1945, and then he. Died on May 12th, 2018, which isn't that long ago. No. So, I mean, that's almost four years ago. Um, He was a serial killer and a necrophile. He was originally from Scotland, like I said. His victims ranged between 14 years old to 27 years old. So he was into them younger men. Murdered at least 12 young men, which is what I wrote. It's hilarious because I just said that. And boys between 1978 and 1983 um he all his victims were murdered in london england and he attempted to kill seven others unsuccessfully he confessed to killing about 16 also known as the muswell hill murderer so that's his catchphrase or whatever what's that called place yeah it was actually the place where they finally caught him it was like the place he was living was called like muswell hill or what Hmm. is that muswell yeah or they maybe they say muswell i don't know that sounds like something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Dang, you threw me off so hard. How? I just. Asked I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so he was caught on February 9th of nineteen eighty three, and ended up being sentenced to life imprisonment on November fourth, nineteen eighty three. Imprisonment. imprisonment? <laughs> I've had a bit of wine. <laughs> don't make me speak Im- in my English accent. Okay. <laughs> I'm reading something about a guy from England who knows how my accent might twist. Imprisonment? Imprisonment. <laughs> Casey's going to fuck me up today because she's been drinking a lot too. Okay. Um. So his MO, or modus operandi, he would lure his victims to his home where he would strangle or drown them. Following each murder, he would bathe them and dress them... Yeah, Oh, God. So he would dress their bodies in different clothes, which he would keep for extended periods of time. So
2: he treated them like dolls.
0: Kind of, yeah. Like, what he really wanted was, like, a roommate or, like, a partner to be there, but he couldn't stand people that were, like, alive. He wanted to, like, be able to manipulate them. And, like, people that are alive go, no, I don't want you to do that to me. But, like, if they were dead, he could do whatever he wanted to them. So that was kind of his reason for what he was doing. Not that it makes it right or anything. I mean,
2: I don't know. Nowadays, you got some weird fucking people. Somebody might like that
0: shit. Well, nowadays, it's even <laughs> weirder. You could just hire somebody to do that mm-hmm. for you. But exactly. back then, everybody's like, oh, you're a, you're a retard and you're cracked out. Like, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, no. So he, well, and maybe he liked the, maybe he liked the dead thing. I don't. I don't know. I never. What is that called? Necrophile or necrophiliac? Yeah, Yeah, he was into that because he kept them for sexual purposes as well as company.
2: Ooh, how does that work? Because their body stiffens.
0: But then it unstiffens.
2: Oh, it does. Yeah. I thought
0: it. Uh, Rigor mortis only it it kicks in a couple hours after you die, but then it only lasts a couple hours, and then you re loosen up. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I know that because I used to work with dead people, which is gross, at the care homes. Oh. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, so that's gross side note. I used to I work just, with dead people. That sounds <laughs> so stupid. At least she didn't say I see dead people. Right? six cents. <laughs> how many like movie things, how movie quotes can we fit in one podcast? <laughs> Especially with this subject. Right? There's gonna be a lot. Okay, so um when the bodies were rotting and infested with maggots, he would then dissect them. And flush their remains down the toilet. He only got rid of certain things not in the toilet. Like, so he would chop up and boil as much as he could and flush it down his toilet. And then anything he couldn't really fit there or it was too much work or whatever. With
2: certain bones.
0: Yeah, he would, like, burn in the backyard. Or, like, sometimes he would just hide them alongside a fence for, like, animals to come eat. Um, but most of it went down his drain, which we all know is not a good idea. So, um... He kept them for weeks or sometimes months at a time, and I mean, I'm sure they got really ripe because we all know dead things smell, right? Like last year, I had a deer die right by the fence over here, yeah, and the whole, like, the our whole acreage just reeked, yeah. and so I can't even imagine having it in your home, Blah. but um, I mean, he was into it, I guess, I don't know.
2: You know, that's weird because other serial killers I've read about, a lot of them have buried or like either in their yard or like put the bodies in their house like as a part of their house so i'm like how do people not notice that like yeah. other people would live by them or in the house with them and i'm like you're just being ignorant like you just don't want to know
0: <laughs> i guess right you can't like, ignore how that how could smell. you not
2: know especially if it's in the house
0: when we think dead animals smell i bet dead people smell worse oh yeah so i mean
2: there's no way That it, like, you wouldn't notice it.
0: Um, no. I mean, I can't even stand, like, you drive by Roadkill, and you're like, ugh. Yeah. And you're just driving by. Like, if it's in your house, I can't really imagine.
2: There's people who have done that. It'll make your eyes water. Like, yeah.
0: And vomit. Like, (laughs) yeah. I'm
2: just trying to remember, I don't remember the serial killer's name, but I remember one guy, like, he was married, and his wife would, like, leave every so often or whatever, but he would... I think he put the bodies in the house and stuff.
0: Well, there's a multiple people who did that. Like, um, I'm like, how
2: does she... I think she was just saying she didn't know when she probably knew something was going on and
0: she was just playing ignorant just because she didn't. She didn't want to get f- in trouble.
2: She didn't want to face it. Yeah, you know how you're like, I don't want to, you know,
0: don't even accept it. Yeah, yeah, it's not a possibility. Well, I mean, honestly, in your own life, would you really think that somebody that you know and love is doing that? Like, you would probably give every excuse. No, it must be something else. It must be something else because there's no way that you were like, you killed someone. I smell it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yes. You don't go oh, <laughs> You don't go from like A to B that quick. Usually you're like um Well it there's must other be signs else.
2: besides smelling though. Like I don't remember I thought we were talking about rotting bodies. I know, but I God I can't remember the guy. Okay, John name. Wayne Gacy? No, because he
0: hid twenty six boys under his floorboards of his house.
2: There was some other guy. I remember, he was married, and his wife would, like I said, she would go somewhere to visit family or whatever every so often, and he would, you know, bring people in, kill them, whatever. Ew. And I'm like, there's no way besides, like, there's other signs besides the body smell in the
0: house. <laughs> like, you killed someone, I smell <laughs> it. <laughs> that should be a catchphrase. <laughs>
2: for monty python
0: oh my god it does <laughs> anyway okay you know what i mean i'm getting back on there's track. more <laughs> signs than fucking like yeah okay like maybe some blood drag marks. Yeah. some like other people's clothing in your house that you didn't notice until well your you husband came back from or vacation. wife or
2: significant other whoever is gonna be showing fucking
0: signals of them being nuts like well, maybe not, because psychopaths sometimes you can't tell. Like Ted Bundy, you could not tell he was crazy unless they proved obviously that he did it. But other than that, he was extremely charismatic. Like you couldn't really tell that he was a serial killer by meeting him, ever. By meeting him, but okay, maybe by living people with living him. with him. Maybe I,
2: you know, there's got to be some there's.
0: What if certain what if, things
2: they do? That's like that's weird. You know there's going to be certain things. It might not be obvious all the well, time. Well, sometimes I
0: see children. I'm like, they might grow up to be a serial killer because they got some things. Like, that kid's cr- crazy. He's got some weird shit going on. You never know, though. Because there's certain it things that
2: psychopaths thing. usually do that's kind of, it's not all the time, but sometimes it's obvious. It's sometimes like, okay, that's not a normal reaction or that's not a normal. Yeah,
0: they start killing cats and shit. You know mm-hmm. it's over. Yeah. yeah you know what let's get back on okay okay so (laughs) this guy keeping his bodies around for days and days and months um but the majority of his victims were homeless gay men so a few were also heterosexual (laughs) people that he would meet in bars and he would lure them back to his um, apartment um he was trying to keep them as long as he could as roommates quote like roommates, like he wanted to have somebody there with him. He was lonely, I guess. So, it's not um, his first victim, he stored in his floorboards for eight months. Ugh. That's a long time. Oh. Um, his apartment was infested with flies and a foul odor, as we were just assuming it would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he took pictures of his victims with a Polaroid camera once they were dead. He would lay in bed with them and pose his corpses of his victims, performing sexual acts on them and occasionally taking them out of the floor to hang out with them. He would kiss them, and once the stench got too bad, he flushed all he could down the toilet. How bad's bad for him? I mean, I don't know. Stinky is stinky, and eight months is a long (laughs) time to smell that. Uh, I feel like after eight months it wore off. Know, like at right. that point, what do you. I feel like I don't point even stink anymore. To it? You need to kick that one because it stopped stinking. Mm. We're so gross. <laughs> um, but like yeah. he's immune at that time. Like, shit. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so um, he flushed whatever he could down the toilet, but then he put all the remaining parts in a bonfire he would have in his backyard To because obviously not all of it would flush down the toilet. Um, to disguise the odor of burning flesh, he would throw old tires of cars into his fire because they would stink worse than burning flesh. So it kind of, he just made an extra stinky fire so that way they didn't smell burning so bodies. So did he live
2: in, sorry, did he live in a city like the yeah. houses right by each other? Yep. yep. And nobody else smelled
0: the fucking stench at his house? I don't, I don't know. I, I whenever I read about him, it, it didn't say anything about anybody noticing smells, but I mean, I don't know. I have no freaking clue. I would imagine that everybody smelled it and went, damn, that dude stinks. Because
2: it's one thing if you're like, kind of like how we live around here, your houses are a little bit more separated, but in the UK, they're like on top of each other. Well, and he
0: mostly lived in small apartments that were on top of other people's Mm -hmm. houses, like adjoining places. Somebody I
2: bet was complaining, like, what the fucks is.
0: Probably. Or they were just minding their own business and complaining to themselves or their wives or their husbands and being like, dang, that guy is nasty. What is he doing up there? um but yeah so yeah he did mostly live on places that were not his own apartment even but like places that were like adjoined to another place like a, a f- sectioned off or whatever part of the same house so i don't know how he even got away with it as long as he did but um he did <laughs> um he did have a dog the dog's name was bleep that poor dog Oh, that's a
1: cute name for a dog bleep yeah i like it
0: I feel bad
2: for the dog. The dog's probably like, what the fuck are you doing? It reminds me of like
0: radar. Uh, Bleep in the radar. (laughs) Bleep. 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 Come here, bleep. Bleep. Right? God damn it, bleep. But Brandon likes it. Bleep, 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 bleep. Maybe Brandon's a stupid killer. (laughs) Bleep. Oh my god. Every time you call your dog, bleep. It's like you're calling your dog a bad name. (laughs) Bleep. (laughs) Hey, bleep. Get over here. Bleep bleep! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we're definitely bleep, bleep, even bleep. drinking. Bleepity bleep bleep. Bleep bleep. <laughs> I was gonna do that. Were you thinking about that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so eventually there were complaints of plumbing problems at his apartment oh, complex. Shit. Oh shit, but not shit. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> It was not poop. Okay. (laughs) Um, When the plumbers responded to the call, they found mushy, fleshy substances clogging the path to the sewers. The man actually said, it looks like someone has been flushing down their Kentucky fried chicken. Ew. Ew. So that puts like a gross like visual to it. Yeah, you know? I don't
1: think I'll be eating any chicken anytime soon. <laughs>
0: I, I like
2: I like fried chicken.
0: <laughs> Me too, but not when it's like compared to Suge. <laughs> 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 oh no! Okay, so they. Tra- <laughs> I'm trying to stay on topic as much as I can. Okay, Sorry. they trace the issue to Nielsen's apartment and among the flesh there were small bones one of which was resembling a human knuckle bone <clears throat> the stench was overwhelming at that time and the plumbers called the police in response nielsen was then apprehended and he confessed right away actually kind of like relieved to get it off his chest like he had been <clears throat> not really feeling like he wanted to do this but more like a compulsion or something Shit,
1: man i got a problem
0: <laughs> yeah, and he was like he told them so instead him, of drugs he went to well, There's him. a lot of killers He's that like people. hold it in forever. Hold it in, never admit to it, hold it in. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot that would never confess and he was just like, "Oh, please God, let me tell you. you like know, I can't get rid of it fast enough."
2: Technically, if he felt guilt and like he felt like that, like he didn't, you know, he wanted to tell someone, and obviously wanted some kind of help cuz he knew it was wrong in some small way, he can't be really considered a psychopath.
0: But he should have seek help instead of killing them really. No,
2: I'm not saying Oh, he's you mean like the condition. Condition.
0: Yeah. Or sociopath. Is it psychopath or sociopath? Well, sociopath I think has problems um relating to other people's feelings, right? And a psychopath, I don't remember what it was. Because I know like they
2: can't they don't feel
0: emotionally Emotions. The way they do. Like yeah. they don't
2: feel like they just
0: Um this guy definitely that's why they can
2: hurt people or animals without like remorse. They just like
0: I think this guy definitely probably did have feelings because well when I read it it said I read a lot about him and said stuff like um Like, he would cry and stuff like that after he killed people. Like, it affected him. He just so badly wanted to have somebody there with him. And, like, he did, like, hang out with his victims. And he would pose them and he just – he would – I think maybe he was a closet homosexual because he would have, like, perform sexual acts on them. He would – he put their bodies together in, like, a mirror and, like, hung out and just, like, would look at him hanging out with this person and imagining that they were, like, together – so, I think that he just wanted companionship more than he wanted to kill people. I think that he thought maybe that was the only way to get what he wanted was to kill them. Like, he, he thought maybe nobody issues. wanted to be with him.
2: Mental yeah. issues to enough to want to, like, kill them to act upon it instead of, yeah. you know, actually, like.
0: He was looking something. at it all wrong, yeah. man. He could have just had a nice sexual you never relationship know. Maybe with the one man. Maybe other
2: guys would have had a fling with him. Who That's knows? what I'm
0: saying. He could have had, like, a, a. Yeah, who knows, though. So, um, when he got caught and he confessed right away, he, his quote was, like, he was happy to finally be done with it. So he was, like, ready to be over with it. Like, he didn't, I guess maybe he, like, enjoyed having someone there, but he didn't enjoy, like, having to kill somebody. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But he did have, like, quite a bit of victims, and his youngest was 14, which is almost the age of my daughter. Like, that's pretty young.
2: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? So... I couldn't imagine killing anybody really, but like a young person that's even more savage, you know?
2: I don't know. That's sad.
0: So that's pretty much it. And then he died most recently, actually. It was 2018. So he lived out his life in prison.
2: There's, like I said earlier, I mean, obviously not all serial killers are like that, but a lot, a majority of them, I feel like, that you read about are ones that have been either abused sexually, mentally, whatever, physically, or they've had, like,
0: urges um, that urges, they weren't proud of.
2: Yeah, urges they weren't proud of that, you know...
0: Caused them to kill instead causing, of just having yeah. a sexual relationship with a man. Yeah, or I a mean, woman or whatever. But, like, we were also talking about earlier before we started the podcast, like, ba- like not that long ago was not really socially acceptable to be homosexual. Yeah. And so, I mean, maybe they were, like, really afraid of being frowned upon. But, or um, they didn't know
2: how to express it without... Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's it's Who knows? We're not psychics. And not so. all
2: serial killers, obviously, are like that. Because, like you said, Ted Bundy. Like, he was, like, raised from what we know, normally. He didn't have issues that anybody really knows about. But he fucking went on a killing spree.
0: Yeah. And, like, <laughs> he, most of his victims look like his mother. Or, no, his first wife or his first girlfriend. I think wife. Anyway, one of them, they look just... I think he was shunned by her... Yeah. And then he couldn't take it and killed a bunch of women that look like her. I don't know. He's... Either way, it's fucked up. Like, how do you go from I'm pissed or sad to I think I'll kill? I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of a law, like, a huge leap. But, so that's my, that's my killer right there, Mr. Dennis Nilsson. And, uh, I think Casey's gonna take it from here. <clears throat> so
2: my killer, or killers, I kind of, like, went based off a movie, Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal, Cannibal Lecter.
0: Oh, you clicked clicked at me.
2: (laughs) Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) I love that movie. I mean, it's a good one. yeah. So, I'm just kind of going over it real quick. So, the author from the books was Thomas Harris. He originally wrote Red Dragon was the first one in 1981. That was his second novel he wrote. And that's when he introduced Dr. Lecter. Um, then he wrote Silence of the Lambs, 1988. That was the sequel. And then, obviously, that was made into a movie starring Anthony Hopkins. Great movie.
0: We've all seen it. Anthony Hopkins did I mean, yeah, they couldn't have picked a better person, really.
2: Anyways, so I kind of, like, looked into that. Because a lot of movies are based off of... A lot of the horror movies, at least, are based off of real life killers. Um... And looking into this one, the inspiration behind the real-life Dr. Lecter was um, a man named Alfredo Bali Travino, and he was from Mexico. He was a surgeon, and he was convicted of murdering and then chopping up his gay lover.
0: Ooh, now, juicy.
2: When I said earlier multiple uh, serial killers, because it sounds like he kind of. You know, did interviews of multiple people, or kind of, you know, did research, I guess.
0: Okay, okay. It's not
2: just based off he one person. He compiled Hannibal
0: Lecter out of a couple different. Yeah, because killers.
2: when I tell you about him and you think of the movie, it's not gonna like oh that's.
0: It's not like on one. It's not one
2: person. person like the exact same way. For example, Alfredo Bali Trevino didn't eat his victims. And then Hannibal, he was a cannibal.
0: Yeah. Hannibal, Hannibal
2: cannibal. Hannibal <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, the author Harris, he met Trevino in the early 1960s at the Topo Chico Penitentiary in Nuevo Leon, Mexico. He was working for our which was a magazine never heard of it
0: that's because we're not from mexico anywho
2: (laughs) harris was interviewing another inmate and the inmate you know bribed uh one of the guards to try to you know break away from the prison and i guess the bar or guard like you know stabbed you know uh what's the word shanked him he didn't shank him. He kind of <laughs> just like you know, he took the money, but then he like,
0: you know, oh, hung. he like betrayed him. Yeah, he
2: betrayed him. And he, when the inmate tried to make his escape, the guard ended up shooting him. So Uh-oh. at the time, I like your sound effect, <laughs> <laughs> dead. He wasn't dead. Oh, Doctor. Tre- shot him. Doctor Dr. Dr. Trevino, um, <clears throat> Alfredo. He was there, and he basically saved the inmates' inmates'
0: inmates',
2: <laughs> <laughs> inmates life. <The> inmates. <laughs> he ended up saving the inmates' life. So the author Harris heard about that, and he kind of got curious about Alfredo, Trevino, whatever, and he wanted to learn more about him and did an interview with him. So basically when he interviewed Trevino and learned more about him, he learned that his... The motive for Trevino's murder charge is kind of sketchy. There's not like a really base. They No one really knows the motive for sure, honestly. He he had several different accounts of why Trevino killed his boyfriend. Did I tell you he killed his boyfriend? Yeah.
1: He was the doctor at the prison, but the other guy died or he, got shot at by the
2: he guard? He was actually in the prison. He was one of the prisoners, but uh, he's also a doctor. So when the other guy tried to make his escape and got shot, well, he's a surgeon, and he's like, well, I'll save his life. I'm here anyways, you know. (laughs) I'm already
0: (laughs) here, man. I'll sew you up. Um. (laughs) Okay. coming full circle now. Does that make sense? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Anywho, (laughs) again. So Trevino's boyfriend's name was Jesus Castillo Rangel. Um, Rangel and Trevino knew each other since they... Knew each other in high school, and Rangel also worked with Trevino when he was a doctor. The So, one of the accounts that they're saying was why Trevino killed him was when the two men tangled after Rangel told Trevino he was leaving him. That's a theory. But another theory... Sounds
0: like, like legit motive. Yeah.
2: Another theory, though, was Rangel refused to pay back money loaned to him by Trevino, which ignited another dispute.
0: So both seem legit. Yeah. Money so no
2: one, death, no though. one really knows the full on reason. It sounds like there's he a couple really, like, different yeah. ideas of how it went down. But what really did happen was obviously Rangel died at hands of Trevino. He was murdered, categorized as a crime of passion. Oh. Oh yeah. Passion. Murdered by his lover. Ooh.
0: He's like you're dead to me, bitch. Stab. Police report. Or did he shoot him? <laughs> Well,
2: the police report said Trevino used anesthetic because he was a doctor Ooh, to sedate Wrangle, with then injected an additional drug mm-hmm. in Wrangle's unconscious body, and dragged the body into the bathtub. There, he slit his throat with a scalpel, and let his blood drain from his body.
0: He went full doctor. He on went his full ass. doctor.
2: So he methodically sliced up his body, chopped methodically. And, yeah, thanks.
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you were talking about something else. No,
0: nah, she meant methodically. We all knew that. We got, I'm just we been got drinking.
2: I've just <laughs> been drinking. Don't judge me. We're not judging. He sliced up his body, chopped him into tiny pieces, and stuffed the chopped what? up peaches. Peaches? <laughs> 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 he stuffed peaches him in a box. Peaches. Peaches. <laughs> Peaches sound good. Right?
0: <laughs> we saw
2: peach moonshine. Oh, we did at the store. Anyways. He put him in a box. <sighs> Cut him up, put him in a box. There. Peaches. <laughs> That's what peaches means. He then drove the box to a relative's farm and a farmhand helped him bur Coin. Oh, <laughs> I can't fucking talk about
0: Burn or bury?
2: Burry. <laughs> <laughs> Berry. You know how, like, you want to say one thing and then your mind's thinking another and just blurts out mixed together? Yep. That's like a
0: mishmash word.
2: <laughs> it happens to me all the time. Me too. Anyways. <laughs> he buried the body, which Trevino told the um, farmhand that it had medical waste. I know.
0: That's the next gross.
2: day, the wor- another worker saw the suspicious grave and then he called the authorities. And when I was reading about it, the authorities kind of dressed up as... Um, they went to the doctor's office and kind of dressed up as people that need help or whatever.
0: And So the, they dressed in their normal clothes?
2: <laughs> I don't know. No, they said something else. I don't remember the right words that they said. They dressed up, however, and um, basically got the doc to confess. Like I think the doc bribed them not to say anything, and then they ended up arresting him.
0: Nice. Smooth, so Smooth.
2: And this is in Mexico. You know, there's a lot of freaking corrupt shit going on there. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Harris described Trevino, though, as a man who had a certain elegance about him. So when you think of that and you think of the movie Hannibal, I mean, that matches up. I mean, Hannibal's very, like...
0: Manipulative. He's
2: smart, kind of like...
0: Sort of doctor-esque.
2: Yeah, he's very cultured, you know, elegant. I don't know how to explain it. Like, he just...
0: Yeah, he's like he's not like yeah. just a hood rat. He's so like I think
2: this is how he got the like the doctor
0: vibe vibe
2: from yeah, him. I get that. So Trevino ended up serving only twenty years in prison. He was sentenced to be put to death, but they um, the sentence was commuted and he was released in two thousand. And once free, he did um, continue his medical practice until. He died in two
0: thousand nine. Oh God, creepy. Because then you're like, you don't even know if you yeah. don't know, and you're going to that fucking doctor, and he's like a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh.
2: So, I mean, it's not like he he only killed one person. So, like serial killer. Mm, serial killers multiple people, right? Not just one person. Yeah. So like, so, I
0: technically wasn't a serial killer, but he was a killer.
2: So that was one person he based it off on. Harris based his movie Hannibal off on. Yeah. But I was trying to look into it because it didn't, to me, didn't match up. Because in Hannibal, he's, like, eats people. He also, like, not just one person. He went on a killing spree. Like, he killed a whole well, bunch of people.
0: people are delicious. Yeah. yeah. Anyways.
2: Looking more into it. Um, Harris also, let's see. He learned of a story and was a tree to learn more or, Wow. What the heck did I do? I'm on the wrong Background case.
0: sounds, everyone. <laughs>
2: okay. Another okay. person, sorry. Another person that he um, is his inspiration for his character was Robert John Maudsley. Now, this one, is, he's considered a serial killer, but you, a lot of people kind of consider him a hero. And you're going to hear Ooh, why. that's
0: weird. Crazy. Robert was
2: a British serial killer. He murdered four people, and he had a life sentence of single murder, but then he murdered three others in prison. So he was born in 1953, still serving his sentence in a max security prison. you think of Hannibal, he was in a max security prison, you know, in a cell. And just like Hannibal, this guy was in a cell underground, solitary confinement, and you had to pass, like, multiple lock checkpoints with guards so Before you can the, get to him. Yeah,
0: he's a high security shit.
2: So they call him a pure sociopath, but he he was not considered as smart or as well educated as a character based on Hannibal Lecter.
0: That's where they got the doctor guy to, to fill that well, part in. Well,
2: wait till I get to later, because it sounds like he kind of, you know, they changed their mind. I don't know. <laughs>
0: okay we're waiting Some this is suspenseful <laughs> if brought all the suspense i'm like hey this guy killed fuckers and posed with them and she's like wait for my shit bitch i'm gonna put it down okay okay so
2: robert was abused as a child he lived on this i want to say at 16 okay now so he was abused as a child he i guess went to foster care or what's that other word
0: he was adopted
2: no. Oh, like um, the state takes the kids, ward
1: of the state or whatever, something
2: like that. He went to there and he was fine for a while, but I think when he was eight, his parents took him back and his dad like abused him and stuff. Um, Sexually abused him? I think just physically. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. I, I remember reading about. It, I think it was just physically, from what I remember. Um. Then he ran away from home around sixteen, lived on the streets, and then um. Got into drugs, and kind of sold his body, he prostituted himself so he can, you know, he was into drugs so he, he can get a man get whore. his drugs. Yeah. So then, um, <clears throat> so his first victim was someone he met, <clears throat> and he was an alleged child abuser. This the- is why I said some people consider him a hero because. He strangled this guy named John Farrell. What happened was, John showed him pictures of himself committing sexual abuse to children. Yeah. And Robert snapped. Like I mean, who wouldn't snap at that? Well, and also, what especially normal since
0: him being abused as a child and yeah. seeing that, then he's like, "Oh, you fucker, you're going yeah. down."
2: Plus, on drugs, that's gonna make you like even more heightened. Yeah, it, yeah. So he is—he's a goddamn saint. So he uh, ended up strangling John Farrell to death after he showed him you that. Go, which, dude. honestly, to me, I'm like, "Fuck, thank God, we don't need it. We don't need a child abuser on the streets." Like, yep,
0: love one less child molester around this part. Um,
2: so then Robert, his last name Maudsley, was sent to. Broadmoor Hospital for the Criminally Insane. Um there he committed another crime. So in 1977 he kidnapped and tortured a fellow inmate who was con- a convicted sex offender and abuser. So again I not mean, not too sad about it. Not too sad about it, but at the same time obviously he has issues. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, mean, committing murder, but at the same time, thank you for removing the scum from the earth. Um, Then he was convicted of manslaughter,
2: and he was sent to Wakefield Prison after that. One year later, he killed two people on the same day. Soundly Darwood was a convicted sex offender locked up for murdering his wife, so he killed him. And then he also killed a guy named Bill Roberts, who... They didn't really have much information on. Like, they don't...
0: Not sure. Maybe he knew a secret about that guy that no one else knew. Who knows? Because he seems to have sort of like this repetitive, like, I kill He's Abusers. Abusers. He's like Dexter. He He is. He's Dexter of the real life. Because seriously... I mean, obviously he has issues. Because we're not, like,
2: saying, yeah, oh, it's good. But at the same time, it's like... If you're going to I'm not going to be sad about you killing a murderer. Yeah, murder, might as well abuser. kill sexual abusers, yeah.
0: rapists, and Child,
2: Pedophiles. Yeah. Like, go ahead.
0: I, I mean, I, mean, I, I ain't going to cry thoughts.
2: over it. Um. So now he's living a normal life in prison. I guess he's been in like 40 years or so or whatever. Oh, he's still alive. Well, when did I say he... That 1977? No. Yeah, so 1978 is when he killed the last two people. So, what forty years after that, you're good at
0: math i don't not- I'm
2: not good at <laughs> we're gonna move on from this okay anyways <laughs> he enjoys classical music, poetry, and art has a high i q and made requests to take college courses courses, which they denied. He also asked for other things and they denied, but that sounds very familiar to me, like Hannibal cannibal Lecter. you know he was, he was into classical music, he had a high i q Obviously he was, you know, in a, separated from other prisoners, you know, that kind of thing. The only thing that I was trying to look for earlier and I couldn't get much of was the whole cannibal thing. Like did he just come up
1: that so none run? of your killers I that thought he basically had that a Japanese of man killed killed that ate ate anyone? That's
2: what I was Looking into, because that's why I was like, that was his main thing in Hannibal, right? He He was a cannibal. His name
0: rhymes with cannibal. It's Hannibal. (laughs) Like
2: So, this is where I'm kind of like somewhat briefly going over this, because I tried looking it up. In this article I found, it doesn't say that Harris based it off this guy, but it popped up with when I was looking into it. So, I don't know.
0: Could be related. It
2: could be. I probably not because it doesn't say in the article, but
0: I don't know. Article, schmarticle. I give it I only me.
2: looked into it so much. So, this cannibal killer, <laughs> I, I'm going to say it wrong. He was Japanese murderer in 1981. Zai Sagawa. He was known as the Kobe Cannibal. And he ended up killing his friend Renee Hartvelt and ate her remain. And he's. Free to walk the streets to this day. So he ended up... It sounded like when I was reading into him, he had, like, a lot of fantasies for years. Like, he was, like, this tiny guy. Kind of,
0: like... Had his heart set on this girl.
2: No, not just this girl. He's, like, not even just her.
0: Like, anybody. Like, he was just...
2: He kind of, like, would... he just have these urges... And like fantasies all the time. It's like, and look tasty. He remembered like one Ew. thing they said. He remembered fondness with his uncle dressing up as a monster and luring him and his brother into a stew pot for eating. And he always like kind of looked into fairy tales like Hansel and Gretel and like which is nothing. Usually that well, the witch wants them to, to eat them. Yeah, he was kind of like just into that kind of stuff and like. He he just had the urge to wanna like not necessarily kill people, but he wanted to kinda like gnaw on them or just he had a weird the, chewing. Yeah, thing. it was just a weird fetish, I guess you can say. It's like I just want to chew that ass. So yeah, because <laughs> he said like he said quote when he that he never thought of killing them, only gnawing on their flesh. And like I said, like he was always kinda like a short,
0: skinny, like You know, well, most tiny guy don't want to let you gnaw on their flesh while they're alive. He just
2: kind of like he wasn't really attractive to the opposite sex, so he kind of it would just temper his his desires,
0: supposedly. I don't know, it was just kind of weird. Anywho, this guy is pretty interesting, though. Just wanting to, chew he did try to
2: see help one time when he was younger. Sounds like that didn't really. Help go well.
0: A lot of psychiatrists don't really want to help people get better. They just want to find out what's wrong with them and give them a pill. Yeah. You know? Not everybody, Um, but some of them. It's an easier fix when you get paid to do that. So, prescribe, prescribe, prescribe.
2: prescribe. For a while, obviously, as he got older, his urges kind of got stronger. And he really wanted to, you know, act it out. Go on, you know, do it. So, he would... Try like almost every night, he'd bring a prostitute home and try to shoot them from behind, but he couldn't do it. Um, and it wasn't so much about wanting to eat them, but he it became like an obsession that he had to carry out the ritual of actually killing somebody. But um, what ended up happening finally is he went to um, he ended up becoming friends with a Dutch student named Renee Hartveldt. And, um... You like my emotions? Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: getting me going.
2: I'm into it. <laughs> they ended up becoming friends. And, um... This is not, like, just friends over a week. This is, like, friends it sounds like over years. And... What did he do? He, like... It ended up where he, like, later on... Maybe not years, but he... They, they were friends... And they, you know, trust. she tr- ended up trusting him and stuff like that. And, and he wanted to basically eat her.
0: <laughs> the whole time he's and thinking he, about eating and her. And guess
2: what? He ended up eating her. It's like he ended up killing her. He shot her. And um, he felt a moment of remorse. But then he thought like, oh, now it's my chance. It's actually happening. I can actually chew that yeah. flesh. Yeah, And he... It said after he killed her, he raped her corpse and then began cutting her open. And he first cut into her buttock. (laughs) Why does everybody want to eat the butt? It's chewy. The fat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so time out for a second because I, like, did listen to this podcast a long time ago because I'm into that whole true crime shit. And there was this one about people communicating on the internet back and forth about wanting to eat children. And the, they got caught, like some of them were apprehended, but it they would read, like on the podcast, they read the dialect, you know, from their messages that they would send each other on these websites or whatever. And they were always talking about wanting to eat kids' little asses, like they want to eat their butt. And like, after they cook it, they want to eat their butt. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? Okay. First of all, what the fuck you're wanting to eat people. First second, what the fuck you want to eat kids. And third, why are you about that eating that butt? Like it's Maybe because weird. kids are
2: so scrawny and then the butt's so like, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I mean, you just go right for the meaty I mean, part. Like I just wanna... no one really does that to animals either. Do you go up to a cow and be like, "I want to eat your leg. <laughs> I want to eat that like red meat on you." <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I got my favorite pieces of an animal for sure. <laughs> yeah, you have your favorite pieces, but you don't go up to a li-
0: like a live cow and be like, oh, "That yeah, looks delicious." No, I don't really think about live cows the way I think about a piece of meat on my counter. <laughs> no. so anyway side note that's gross well he ate it he ended up eating her and what he was saying though
2: he wanted to eat her alive that was his only regret oh god so it's how do you eat someone alive he ended up disposing of her bodies bodies, her body a couple couple days later in his mouth or did he throw her away because I thought he was going to eat her I think he ate only certain parts and then ended up disposing of the rest. Uh. Um, he ate or froze most of her pelvic region. So he put her legs, torso, and head into two suitcases and hailed a cab. And the taxi dropped him off at the Bois de Boulogne Park, which had a secluded lake inside it. And he planned to drop the suitcase in it, but several people noticed the suitcases dripping blood and notified the French police. Oh wait uh, He was
0: Japanese in French French <laughs> In France French Now you okay, get my two I got your shit You passed it on to me He was Japanese in French But yes He was Japanese in France Yes Okay Cause I was imagining Japan this whole time yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like And then the French police And I'm like oh, So he was he Japanese was
2: But he was in France He <laughs> doesn't <gonna> say French <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um
0: Sorry, I threw you off. He
2: was declared legally insane and unfit to stand trial. So the judge dropped charges and ordered him to be held indefinitely in a mental institution. And then he was deported back to Japan. Where he was supposed to spend the rest of his days in a Japanese mental hospital. But he didn't. Because charges in France had been dropped, the court documents were sealed and couldn't be released to Japanese authorities. So... The Japanese had no case against him. Oh. And no, no choice free. but to let him walk free. So on August twelfth, nineteen eighty six, he checked himself checked himself out of the hospital in Tokyo. And he has been free ever since. He's not dead yet? So
0: He's hungry. hungry <laughs> he wants some more butt. We better never <laughs> go to fucking japan i want to go to japan so do i but what if we get our butt eaten and not in a good way in like a bad way what if it <laughs> kills us and eats us in good way? yeah like that's a thing some people are into that shit i'm not but like what if <laughs> shut up <laughs> you know what i mean i
2: know what you mean okay. not like a snack
0: but like dinner like what? dinner Did you just say that yeah okay
2: anyways <laughs> okay anyways um i think from what i read though he does still have desires to eat people <laughs> i knew it <laughs> but he has refrained from cannibalism <laughs> he wants that he's butt. refraining
0: he wants that's all that. he's doing
2: he's just refraining
0: he wrote, how long can you refrain?
2: <laughs> he wrote restaurant reviews for the Japanese magazine. Spa no, he didn't. And that enjoyed fucking su- Enjoyed success on a lecture circuit, talking about his urges and crime. Wait, and how today can this guy ever has talk about recipes? Twenty books, oh. and his most recent book is called Extremely, "Extremely Intimate Fantasies of Beautiful Girls" and is filled with pictures drawn by himself as well as by famous artists. <laughs> So, and he basically suffers from diabetes and suffered two heart attacks in 2015. Good He's for him. Now 72, lives with his brother in Tokyo, and continues to garner
0: a lot of attention. Um, I can't believe anybody in the newspaper would put him in an article about what kind of food he likes to eat.
2: And it sounds what? like and we know you
0: want to eat butt cheek. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like
2: that ass? Right? <laughs> Tasty buttocks. And in twenty, does different type of butts like taste different? Like, well, you know, some girls have big booty flesh,
0: or do you like the small booty? You (laughs) said (laughs) booty flesh. Okay, maybe not booty flesh, because that makes it sound appetizing as a food. But I get what you're saying. Like, some have like jiggly chunky butt, and then some have like muscle butt. Does he like the
2: fat or the? The muscle, does he like no butt? You know, just some bone in it? I don't know.
0: There's not much to eat there. (laughs) Okay, so maybe. What kind of butt does he like? It depends. We should ask him because he would tell us. Probably he's written it in his book. I'm sure we should buy those books and read them. But, but, the thing is, it kind of comes down to bacon. You know how bacon is like fat and meat? But, like, sometimes you get the bacon cut that's just, like, meaty with barely any fat. That's the good shit. That's how you know you, like, want a muscly butt to eat. If you so like you the, compared it to bacon? Yeah, if you like that fatty bacon, like the gristly fat bacon, the flabby nothing bacon, that's when you want the flabby butt. I hope that's this my, doesn't that's make my, anybody uh, want to try butt. I hope nobody wants to eat people <laughs> at all ever, really. Because, you know, you actually get a disease from that. Brandon knows what it's called, it's like crazy mad cow disease, but for people. Well, that's like, have you seen like you get shaky and you go crazy? Those movies
2: where it's you know apocalypse, end of the world, whatever, and they always make their people that are end up being cannibals because they're starving and all that stuff. And I'm, have you ever really thought about
0: it? Like, I don't,
2: I could never eat somebody. if no. I was, I'd rather starve than eat somebody. I wouldn't care if you're gonna die, you're gonna die. Like, and like the Donner Party, yeah. Had to eat like,
0: people. I
1: would eat them if I was starving to death. Yeah.
0: I mean, if it's okay, survival, yeah. I guess, and they were already dead and I didn't have to kill them to eat them, yeah. No. Like, if they, if they just, like, froze to death in the snow, like the Donner Party, like, survival, like, you might live another 20, 30 years if you just eat that. Maybe I would do it if they were already dead because then it's like, if I died, I would hope other people would eat me to survive. I'm already dead. You know what I'm saying. But killing somebody I mean, to eat them—i mean, like, them is I mean, different. like,
2: going out and killing people. I don't mean like the Donner Party and no, all that shit. No, no, I'm not going to kill like, anybody to eat them. In, like fucking—I'm not going to kill anybody. Walking Dead, where they go and capture and fucking cut people's nope. arms and legs off and keep them alive and start fucking gnawing on them and all that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're awesome.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not going to kill anybody to eat them. But if they had died, like right then, not old, nasty meat. But if they had just died, then yeah, I'd probably eat them if it was like to survive because then know. you're just doing it to to like live on you know yeah. it's survival at that point but i wouldn't go out of my way to kill somebody to eat them to survive i think i don't know i'm never I tried know. to survive like that i don't know i've either. also never looked at somebody's butt and thought that looks so tasty i don't want to eat you like food tasty you know like some <laughs> people have really nice butts but i'm not <laughs> tasty anyways yeah so that's casey's so
2: my whole thing was it was based off hannibal the first two were for sure by the author, his some of his you know, for his main characters, the guys for his main character. The but, last guy, I don't know. Like I said, I look, I was trying to look it up to make sense. Like, how did he get the freaking cannibal part? Was it just something he made up himself, or was it based off somebody?
1: I think that maybe popped he up. He secretly wanted to eat people. And he threw that part in because that's what he secretly wanted to do. It had nothing to do with the Japanese fellow that was arrested in France. Fellow. Maybe.
0: You said fellow. All right. Well, I don't know why that went. Away? Yeah. I'm going to look, look at it. Oh, never mind. We're rolling. Okay.
1: We're still alive.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, Brandon's got a, a serial killer to cover.
1: Yeah. I'm here today to tell you about the story of Juan Corona. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, so. You guys might have heard <laughs> of him. <them>. so serious.
1: <laughs> anyway, he killed a bunch of people pretty close to where we live way back in the day. Um, before I was born, anyway. <laughs> okay,
0: none of us are that old.
1: Okay, none of us are that old. Just to specify, way before any of us were born, this guy was when? killing people. He's going to tell you. Well, he was born in 1934.
0: Oh, yeah, we
1: weren't. In Mexico. (laughs) So he's a Mexican fella. Um, Eventually, probably snuck across the border to work in California. Um, Doing like ag, ag, you know, in California. It's a thing Mexican people do. We're very agricultural here. Yeah.
0: We supply a lot. Up north. We supply a lot of the world's food here in California. Yeah, so he, he
1: did that when he was like 16. And then his brother lived in California, so I think he, he came to California to like be with his brother, because his brother told him California's awesome, have strawberries to be picked, you can make a lot of money up here, you know?
2: Well, around that time, too, it wasn't as crazy compared to now, I feel like.
1: It's probably crazier. It's it probably <laughs> crazier. Just as crazy.
2: I don't know. Maybe. With the shit anyway. going on in the world nowadays, I don't know.
1: <laughs> no, right now is real crazy, though. Rona yeah, bullshit. Is. Anyway, 1950, sixteen-year-old comes to California, hang out with his brother, and then he's always been a little bit crazy. Suffered from schizophrenia, you know. Ah. He was a, that explains he's a, a, a
0: lot crazy <laughs> schizophrenic. Yeah.
1: Anyway, he starts getting all crazy. His brother has him committed to an insane asylum, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause like, yo, you're crazy. You need like <laughs> some padded walls and shit, bro. <laughs> So, yeah, his brother, like, has him committed, where, while he was committed, the doctor gave him shock treatments, you know, because that's what they did to crazy people back in the day. Like so, was- after he received 23 shock treatments, 23. doctor's like, you're not schizophrenic anymore, you're cured, you could go. <coughs> when they let him out of there, he was deported back to Mexico. He was
2: par- probably partially brain dead. I feel like yeah, they probably yeah.
1: just fucked him up 23 no, times? He like- was cured.
0: Mm-hmm. No longer crazy. <laughs> like...
1: You're good I'm to go. Scared. Yeah, I can't hear any
0: thoughts <laughs> in my head now.
1: <laughs> so they ship him off back to Mexico, where he eventually makes his way back to California on a green card, Kay. and he starts working the the orchards and stuff in Marysville. Ooh. By this time, his brother owns a bar. Side note: his brother's gay, so his gay brother owns a bar in Marysville. <laughs> well, Juan <laughs> Corona. Closet homo, even though he had a wife and three kids and all that. Four kids, my bad. So yeah, wife, four kids, closet homo. So he starts killing and raping older immigrant workers and burying them in the orchards. A lot of people. He was convicted of 25 murders. Holy shit. So, yeah. Well, th- and that's
0: only the ones they found. So that's yeah. Like, there might the be more of, out there. Yeah, he's burying them in the orchards
1: <laughs> and along the, what is it? The Feather River. Feather River or the Yuba River or whatever river flows through Marysville. It's Mary's the Bo-
0: Feather River because it was coming through Yuba City.
1: Okay. So, yeah. He's like burying all these bodies. And I think probably after you kill that many people, 25 people, you start getting a little bit sloppy, a little bit, you know, yeah. getting lazy. I guess one of the um, the people he worked for like noticed a, a hole. And then there's nothing in it, I guess. And then the next day, the hole is filled. And some people are starting to, like, catch on and get a little suspect on him, you know. Because he's probably slipping, killed a bunch of dudes. He's schizophrenic. Anywho, eventually, I forget how he gets caught. But, uh, Yeah. He gets caught eventually. <laughs> convicted of 25 murders. Well, I
0: was, I was heard that when they dug up some of the bodies, they found one dirt heap, right? Dug it up, found a body in it. Well, I think they found yeah. a receipt. It was, it was
1: like a receipt or something. And they tracked it back to him. It
0: had his name on it. It was a bank. Yeah. It was a bank. Something like that. Uh, deposit slip.
1: But I guess once they started digging huh. up the bodies, they're like, oh, here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. they just found like, a, a whole, his whole cache of dead bodies. Yep. But yeah, he would rape him because he was a closet homo. And uh, I, I can not you can't say that, huh? He you can was, say
0: whatever you want. This well, he was like, talk, he was bud. a
1: closet homosexual. It wasn't really acceptable back then, you know? So really, he probably just wanted to be gay, like his brother. I think his brother was openly gay. But it was like a whole different thing. Oh, I
0: think that would help
2: him want to be out about it then. But he had a wife. No,
0: and he, then he'd have to screw that yeah, all up. Exactly. You know? Was, I don't know. Yeah.
2: True, we don't know how his yeah, family was. Yeah, so he would just... And it was his, was and it was his
0: half-brothers, so maybe they had different thoughts on things.
2: Plus, know? aren't a lot of Hispanic families, like, really...
0: Catholic.
1: Catholic? Yeah. yeah,
0: they're really against that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe he thought he would be shunned or whatever.
1: But the crazy part to me is, like, he was crazy, The knew he was crazy, just shock him a couple times, he's not crazy yeah, he anymore, you know? He's good to go.
0: Yeah, let him back into society. And
1: then eventually moved his way back to the United States on a fucking green card.
0: Well, and then we knew about this case previous to doing this episode. And oh, yeah, he had
1: like a van, right? There was evidence in the van, and they found like a machete and stuff too. It was in his house. It was his house? Mm-hmm. But we
0: visited the the bar that his, um, the bar that his half brother owned. It wasn't called Silver Dollar. It's okay.
1: We're getting close to the end of the podcast. We are,
0: but it was, um, it wasn't. Called the silver dollar then. It is now. It's in Marysville, California. It's still going. And I took Brandon there and he got to go pee in the bathroom where Juan Corona abducted like most of his victims. A lot of them.
1: Yep. So that's cool. Pretty crazy. Pretty local murderer. Hmm. So, yay.
2: It's kind of sad because it makes you think if maybe one small difference. Like would have changed the outcome of this. Like, if he was, I mean, I don't know for sure. Maybe not. But like, if he was able to come out normally or whatever, would that have made him not murder people? Or would no. he still be murdering people? He'd still
1: be murdering people because he's crazy, schizophrenic.
0: But what about the other but guys? Maybe, maybe not. Who they're, knows? They're
1: probably just. I think well, lots of people do have that that
0: issue where they didn't want to be known as homosexual, so they murdered to have their like fantasies but then not let it out to be known to everyone else you know it's a cover-up but we're close to out of time yeah and we all got our our murderers out on the table so um oh
2: t-shirts
0: we're gonna we're gonna see if y'all guys want t-shirts because we're gonna maybe make some and i'm not positive on how that's gonna go but it's an idea it's in the works maybe and We have a couple things that we tend to say a lot on this podcast, and one of them is fuck facts, because this one was quite factual. But usually we don't come with any facts. We come with a bunch of bullshit, and that's how it goes. So we're thinking maybe, yeah, just opinions. So we're kind of thinking maybe one that says fuck facts.
2: Another one is this is my meat suit.
0: Yeah, because Casey just loves that I said meat suit. And so maybe one that says this is my meat suit. So if y'all want one, let us know and we'll see what we can do. But um
2: no one wants one we can make, fucking
0: make. It. We'll make <laughs> some for us. Yeah. I want one. I want
1: one. Let's make some.
0: <laughs> um but yeah, so that is all for this episode. Thanks for listening. Like yes. and subscribe and we're going to say cheers in Japanese and it is like a pecan pie but without the p so con pie con, con pie. pie bye guys Adios.